Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today, joined again, I am joined by Mike and Diana to talk about Rock the Rails. So, start it off for the people that don't know you guys. Who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Mike Jones. I work at the Canadian Mental Health Association of Wood Buffalo. But uh, for today, I am the... Uh, head uh, organizer for Rock the Rails, which is happening this weekend. Woohoo! And I'm Diana Noble. I'm a serial entrepreneur here in Fort McMurray, most commonly known as my role of owner and broker of Seller Direct Northern Homes Realty and as high performance business coach with Noble Choice Coaching. Awesome. Lots of titles. So what is Rock the Rails? Kind of get into that. All right. So this is our fifth year now. It's uh, Fort McMurray's premier, really kind of only skateboarding BMX scooter competition. We don't have really anything like it in town, uh, but we've also... In addition to the competitions, we got lots of demonstrations. Hazel Eyler is bringing a full BMX team this year for the Full Send Stunt Show. They're going to be jumping over lots of crazy stuff. We've got uh, craft beer samplings happening with uh, Sea Change Brewing and uh, Shitty's Distillery. Got to be careful when you say that one, but it's <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Uh, they've got some craft sodas as well, which are great. And then a lot of vendors and food trucks. So this is one of the first years we've really opened it up beyond uh, just having a couple social profits there. We actually have some really cool vendors that'll be selling some neat little artisan crafts, uh, some cookies. There's a cookie vendor this year, which is always great. And uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend. And this is the very first time that it's ever been more than one day. Yeah, usually it was just a Saturday thing, come down to the skate park, but uh, we kick it off now Friday. Nice. I know I'm definitely excited for it. You t- spoke a little bit about the BMX and stuff like that, but I yeah. know there is some bands going to be coming. Yeah, we also so. have lots of live music. So Friday night, we're actually super excited uh, uh, sentimental gentleman it's been a while they had an impromptu acoustic reunion at the tavern back in november i know a lot of people missed it because it was the same time as the festival of trees gala but i remember i darted over there in my in my suit and uh, went and checked it out and it was pretty cool to see it just worked out because i think it was it was a uh, thanksgiving or a long weekend of some sorts and everybody was able to be in the same place at one time but that kind of reignited the magic they put out a new song and now uh, as you may know about sentimental gentleman mackenzie lives in Calgary, Joe lives in Quebec, and Rob lives on Vancouver Island. So they all met in Fort McMurray family and everything circumstances took them elsewhere but this is still home for that band and they haven't played a show in about five or six years since way before covid so their first show back is going to be this friday night sounds pretty exciting yeah any other kind of goings on obviously like the artisan market stuff like that um bmx are there any opportunities for people to come and be a part of the bmx shows and the skateboarding stuff like that yes we actually have uh, competitions we have a couple of different levels we have our adults competitions for BMX skateboarding and scootering and everybody uh, there's actually some ridiculously talented 18 19 year olds in this town plus a couple a couple guys can still pull it off in their 30s and even 40s um, and then we've got our 12 to 17 category this is to me one of the most exciting categories to watch these guys absolutely shred um, we have our 11 and under category as well and these 
guys are just just coming up, coming into their own, especially the scooter kids. The stuff they're doing is insane to watch. But also on Saturday, we started it last year and it's the cutest thing in the world. You have to be there just for that. It's the Littles Jam where we get uh, ages five and under these little kids because we, we found that they would come to the skate park and they would like they'd want to like be riding around on their scooters. But like there's like big kids, there's adults and everything. And they're all doing backflips and like trying not to crash into the little kids. So we're like, here's a chance where we basically evacuate the park, get everybody to stand on the sides, let the little kids do their thing, come down, you know, get stoked and everybody cheers for them. And it's super adorable. It is so cute. Yeah, so absolutely. Cute. It's like they're the next generation, right? Yeah, it makes me think of in Stampede at Calgary when they like put them on the little fake horses and they make <laughs> them do like fake horse races. Yeah, fake yeah, totally, wagon totally. Races. Yeah, the yeah. littles, yeah, exactly. I find I little kids that. are so resilient too, right? If oh, they yeah. just fall down, they're just getting right, they get back, right back up, up. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just keep, keep going. going yeah. If I fall down, I'm not getting, I'm not <laughs> out. That's, I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah, I'm done for the day. Kind of going into, we have Diana here because talking about shaving you bald. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am hoping that this is going to end up happening. Yeah. We have a very big goal of $22,000 that we're trying to raise. And all of that money goes directly to Canadian Mental Health Association of Wood Buffalo. So it stays right here in this community. Mm -hmm. uh, so many people have been impacted with their mental health, specifically since 2016 onwards. It kind mm -hmm. of feels like one thing after another for Fort McMurray residents. If it's not a fire, then it's a flood. If it's not a flood, then it's a pandemic. If it's not a pandemic, it's a recession. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is incredibly important to me as a cause because I know that mental health is something that affects every single person, whether they admit it or not. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we came up with this really lofty goal of $22,000. Now we're really far away from it still. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that it's going to happen. But of course, if anybody knows me, you know that my hair is kind of my thing. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't just going to shave it off for nothing. Yeah, so we, gotta, we, we gotta had to get that money. Up yeah, there. we had to put a pretty good price tag behind that. Uh, and as a community business leader, I mean, that's a pretty big thing for me to part with is is my mm -hmm. hair. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so we do have a few incentives for the business community, but I just want to say that any amount that you can contribute, even if you have $5, $5, if you had Everyone every... Everyone donates five bucks, we're going yeah, to over our goal. Right, yeah. If you had, you know, half of the population in Fort McMurray donate 50 cents... Yeah. We'd we goal. would hit our goal. So if you have any money whatsoever, a dollar, two dollars, like no amount is too small, you can donate it anonymous, anonymously if you want to. Mm -hmm. um, but to incentivize... And you will get a tax receipt. Yes, you will get a charitable tax receipt directly to your email so you can use that in your next year's taxes. But to incentivize the business community specifically, we came up with a few different tiers. So for a $500 donation, you'll get a social media shout out on three different social media pages. So that's Seller Direct Northern Homes Realty, Canadian Mental Health Association Wood Buffalo, and the Rock the Rails page. Mm -hmm. So that's quite a bit of exposure for your business just right then. So it's three different markets. Yeah, and, and you're paying for advertising essentially. Plus, you're get, you're helping out the community. Plus, you're getting a charitable tax receipt. So it's a it's a win 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 if you ask me. Um, at the thousand dollar level, you get all of that. Plus, you get a shout out at the event uh, on stage. And if, for anybody who wants to donate two thousand dollars, you get all of that. Plus, you get to cut a braid off of my hair 
hair right before my head gets shaved. Mm-hmm. So the head shave, if it goes forward, which I'm really hoping that it does, yep. just because to raise that $22,000 would be amazing for this community. Absolutely. So if and when it happens, it'll be happening right before the headliner Teenage Bottle Rocket yeah. goes on stage around 8 p.m. on the Saturday. And it'll be hair by Nicola, who is doing the deed on stage. She's donating the barber chair. She's going to shave my head so that hopefully all my hair grows back. That's the one thing I'm the most scared of because <laughs> people are saying, I shaved my head and my hair didn't grow back. I'm yeah, like, you're oh, like, crap. Oh, well, don't tell me that now. Don't tell me that now. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that it all goes well. But you know what? It's also just to showcase how business can also connect with the social profit sector here in the community. You know, yes, businesses are mostly for profit. That's why we do what we do, of course. But when we're able to collaborate and go beyond just the profit side of things and really make an impact in the community, Mm -hmm. I think, like, again, that's that win-win-win philosophy. We win as a business. You guys win as a social profit sector. The community wins because they're the ones benefiting from that. Absolutely. The only loss would be your hair. The only loss would be my hair. There's the L right there. If someone takes an L, it's going to be your hair. (laughs) But it'll grow back, right? It better. Better. (laughs) Now we have wigs. (laughs) We're joined by Mike and Diana here in studio to talk about Rock the Rails. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper and Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're joined by Mike and Diana here in studio to talk about Rock the Rails. So kind of when and where will the event be taking place? Is it free? Is it ticketed? Is How's that all going down? Yeah, so it's this Friday. It uh, officially starts at 5 o'clock, I should say, on uh, Friday and runs till about 10.30. We're going to have bands all day. Uh, our uh, When April Met July is a great band from town. The Radium Scouts, uh, Rest Easy, Wicked Hardcore Band, and Medical Pilot. These guys out of Edmonton, they're like 22 and they shred. It's insane. And then Saturday, it goes from noon till 10.30. We got Teenage Bottle Rocket. We got Garrett Dale. We got the High Sides out of Vancouver. A couple of wicked uh, bands, Trashed Ambulance from Red Deer. And then the Smelters are playing and like a couple of good local bands. We have AB Originals. If you haven't checked these guys out, they play at like ATC Cultural Fest and Fort Mackay Treaty Days and stuff. And they're wicked, like a hip hop trio out of Fort Mackay. They're so talented. And it's so it's really cool to check them out and uh, rep in the indigenous side of things. So it's really cool to see them out there as well and get kind of a, a new genre in. Um, and then, yeah, local bands, Three Fat Daddies and uh, a Death Wish. Death Wish. These kids, they're like, they're in high school. Hmm. And they're 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 awesome. They, they brought such a big crowd with them last year. So we're like, we're bringing you guys back. Uh, but yeah, we also have food trucks. The Canadian Brew House food truck is going to be there. The banquet's going to be running the beer gardens. That food truck hasn't been up here in a couple of years. So it's exciting to be able to get all their menu. Um, Hoi Panoi, if you haven't had them before, Filipino cuisine, they're awesome. We've got a couple of ice cream vendors and some other treats as well. So lots and lots of food. Basically a full day of fun. And then we have a rooftop patio after party at the banquet after that and there's a free shuttle too from the banquet yeah and what I really like this year is the setup Mm -hmm. because it's going to be a lot different than it was in the years previous so in the years previous you had kind of the the paved area being more of the beer gardens with the band right there but now the band's going to be moved off into more of the field yeah so the bands will be in the field like playing directly into the skate park we've got lots of areas uh, more areas than ever before for the vendors and stuff so we're hoping to uh, add to that and have some uh, some cool displays and some interactive stuff There's going to be face painting and stuff for the little kids, but 
on that note, I what you mentioned about the beer gardens, there aren't beer gardens this year. And the reason being is we've been able to get a full-on uh, stadium license. So that means you will be able to drink uh, and have a beer while you sit on the hill and watch. So you can actually bring the kids down as well and not have to worry about, you know, I want to go into the beer gardens to have oh, a drink. Nice. You can go down, hang out with the kids. I um, mean, if they're older, they're going to be there all day anyways. I know a lot of these teenagers and stuff, like we talk to them and they're like, they've been out there since April, just waiting, waiting for, waiting for the snow to melt and just going out there and practicing their runs and they look forward to this all year. It's one of their favorite events and that's why we do it. <laughs> yeah, there's a skate park right by my place in Parsons and I yeah. see kids there like all night. Like yeah. I went for a walk at 10 o'clock and there were still kids oh, yeah, there absolutely. like shredding and I was like... <laughs> you gotta have late bedtimes in Fort McMurray in the summer, right? Because in the winter it's like, sorry, <laughs> you have to be indoors by five if you can even be outdoors because it might be minus 40. But. Yeah, it's funny, my five-year-old now that the uh, it's still light out at 8.30 yeah. when he goes to bed, he's like, it's not bedtime, it's the not sun bedtime. is still yeah. out. It's You're like, gonna have to get used no, to this. <laughs> it's, it's bedtime. I was me. telling my mom about that when I was younger. I guess we'll go into now. Was there like a reason or, or for creation, or like was there a purpose for it in the community? Is there a big like punk skateboarder crew in Fort Yeah, Mac? there was a couple uh, uh, big connections that we made. Um, one of them was you mentioned like there is a is a great punk scene, and we have a band uh, called Abandoned All Hope who aren't unfortunately playing this year, but they are. Uh, a lot of their members are playing at the after party on uh, Saturday night, but they when they grew up and they came up on the scene here and there were so many other musicians you know James Renton's a good example he's now gone into Edmonton he's front of a fire next time and he's got all these other bands going on there and they were playing shows all the time at the Boys and Girls Club at I think the Nistawaya Friendship Center at the Legion and it was all high school bands and it was all high school aged kids right and then we kind of got up older and like the punk scene it's a little bit older now we're all in our 30s we all have lower back pain some of us are in our 40s you know <laughs> it's not quite the same but we're trying to find out where these kids are because we know there's kids that want to play we know there's kids that want to see shows or know there's kids that want to be turned on to new music so how do we incorporate that and make sure that this scene is inclusive and it's not just a bunch of old 40 year olds with lower back pains trying to relive our youth we're trying to bring the kids into it as well and figure out uh, all ages venues with the way with liquor laws and such it, it can be quite complicated uh, in order to do that so we have to kind of grow that scene organically and what better way to do that than through a summer festival so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to connect the music scene and sort of grow that all ages scene but the main thing as well was just to see these kids out there and have something to look forward to. We used to have some pretty cool skateboard contests before my time. So this is over a decade ago, but back when uh, Kazam was still a thing, they mm. used to run contests and demos and those things pretty much stopped happening, unfortunately. And that's one of the things that, one of the effects of, I guess, uh, not supporting those local businesses and having to see KP having to shut down Kazam and stuff. But now as, as we've kind of come into the market and trying to find a way to get the sponsorships and get the, uh, get the business community involved so we can uh, put this on and and give the kids especially the kids like i mean like i felt like this a lot as a kid you know you kind of have your academic kids you got your your jocks your sports kids but there are a lot of team sports like hockey basketball and then you've got like theater kids as well which i kind of I, I dabble into that world as well a little bit but a lot of kids that don't fit into those groups where do they where do they end up sad sad reality is a lot of times they end up on the streets or they end up kind of smoking behind 7-eleven or, or whatever right <laughs> or in front of 7-eleven i guess like we, we did when we were young but like just trying to find that uh, give them something to work towards and, and skateboarding and BMX it just it's like physical activity right it's a, it's a dedication it's a lot of you're on you're in your own head and you're you're timing things out for yourself 
It teaches balance, pain tolerance. And then also there's that sense of belonging and that like when I found the skateboard scene, even though I was a terrible skateboarder, <laughs> everyone was so supportive and they were cheering you on all the time. And like it was just a very inclusive community and very inclusive environment. So and that's can, what we're fostering. I can remember when you made that very first post on Facebook over five years ago. Yeah. And uh, and it was just an idea at the time. Yeah, it was right? just an idea. Yeah. And, and as soon as you put it out there, it was like a two liner or something like that. It wasn't yeah. a very big post. And I was like, yes, let's do this yeah right? and everybody just, got it. everybody was yeah. like let's do this let's make this happen such and a great addition to our community that wasn't already here you know we have a lot of galas throughout the year sure. and there's nothing wrong with galas i mean a they're lot great a lot of great love galas and a lot of uh, good fundraisers and whatnot but uh, but this is something different this, this is, is something that's not event, being know. done already in the community it speaks to a bit of a different scene a bit of a different crowd and uh, and we need that too right because mm -hmm. in a community where we have so many cultures and so much diversity we need to incorporate that and and this kind of gives that community something to belong to one of the proudest things for me about this event too is how it is 100% not-for-profit we're not in this to make money we are in this uh, for the community to bring something for the community um, anything we raise over and above and beyond the cost which can be quite high it's good you're dealing with insurance and security and entertainment uh, anything above and beyond the cost goes to the Justin Slade Youth Foundation so we rely 100% on uh, sponsors as well as a little bit of grant money but a very small one from the RMWB just to kind of help out with some of the entertainment but uh, it's 100% reliant on those local businesses and we've had businesses I mean obviously Diana's been in since day one but we have some businesses that have been in since day one and it's like they're like this is the only event a year I can afford to sponsor mm -hmm. here's $500 this is all I have that goes such a long way and uh, you know that's why we've always wanted to be you know we're not a golf tournament we're not a gala we're not looking to raise hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars here we're just looking to put on a cool event for the community and I'm very proud about how organic and, and DIY this thing is. The one thing I really like about it is the all ages aspect because I know that's one thing my brother struggled with because he's in a local band in Calgary is yeah. like when he was in high school is trying to find those all ages venues where it's... Yeah, they're few and far between. Right? Yeah, whereas especially up here, it's like I wouldn't see the punk scene being super huge up here. So yeah. it's like having an event where it's like, here's everything. Like for me, it's like as a little punk girl, it's yeah. like <laughs> piqued my interest. You, so you got to grow that scene organically, right? Yeah. And then, and then eventually once they start to see that the scene's growing then you might just see the venues and they might take more chances and they might be more willing to do some do some shows again we're joined by mike and diana here in studio to talk about rock the rails we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back we're back to fort mcmurray matters brought to you by cooper and company law firm and fort mcmurray orthodontics on mix 103.7 we're joined by mike and diana here in studio to talk about rock the rails how can people kind of get involved whether it is like you were saying donation coming to the event where can we come and yeah. show our support yes yeah, sh shoot us a message uh, you can hit us up on facebook or instagram at rock the rails ymm make sure you click going on the event that's a big way to support us uh, share the posts with your friends and family make sure they know that it's going down and if you'd like to help out um, there's lots of stuff we'll have uh, a raffle throughout the weekend with a 50-50 as well as uh, there's some prize scooters from Stratosphere Sports but uh, donations and prize donations as well as cash donations for sponsorship those go a long way in making sure that this event survives and uh, but also just just come out support 
you know, grab a couple uh, brewskis, maybe some food from the food trucks, check out all the local vendors, support those small businesses, and uh, just come out and have a blast. And don't forget to donate to shavedianaball.raisley.com. That's R-A-I-S-E-L-Y.com. And uh, and hopefully you'll see me get rid of all of my hair at 8 p.m. on Right before Team's Bottle Rocket comes on. Yeah. We'll see. Come on, community. I know my hair is really nice. We can but, do this. But we I, I want to raise that 22 grand. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Anything else that I missed that you guys would love to touch on before we finish up? I think that's pretty much everything. But yeah, we'd love to see everybody. It's the Timberly Skate Park, Syncrude Athletic Park. Kicks off at 5 o'clock on Friday. Come down, have some fun. Uh, we've got the, the, the shuttle as well running through the banquet. So sometimes parking's a little hard to find. Hop on that shuttle. I know also a lot of people just walk over. You're in Timberly. You're by the Syncrude Athletic Park. We're working on, we're working on, we're working with the neighbors a little bit this year. We moved the stage a little bit further away from the houses. It's still going to be loud. You're still going to be able to hear it. But but uh, we're trying not to rattle as many basements as we apparently did last year. So trying to be good uh, neighbors and good, good community members as well. But it's going to be an awesome weekend if you're staying in town. And if you're not staying in town, I mean, you know, Luke I mean, Holmes is cool too. But <laughs> I know some people going down for that. But I was like, just come out Friday night and leave Saturday morning, you know. Yeah, exactly. You'll get there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much to both Mike and Diana for coming in and letting us know more about Rock the Rails. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.